To some extent, however, my selection of data is a matter of hunches and taste. For example, I use the height report because my hunch is that it contains accounts actually written by women. Though nothing in Height's methodology guarantees this. And I use My Secret Life, but not Frank Harris's autobiography, because I believe that the latter is unreliable, almost unreadable. Bragadocio, and the former is both reliable and a literary masterpiece. See Marcus 1966. In appraising the evidence on the evolution of human sexuality, Williams's doctrine that, quote, adaptation is a special and onerous concept that should be used only where it is really necessary, unquote, is a valuable guide. This doctrine implies neither that nature is simple nor that explanatory accuracy is to be sacrificed on the altar of parsimony. The principle of parsimony is a scientific tool useful not only in studying adaptation, but also in determining whether adaptation exists at all. In the study of a subject as emotionally volatile as sexuality, it provides additional benefit in my mitigating biased interpretation of the evidence. Three, the female orgasm, adaptation, or artifact. William Shakespeare said, excerpt, the expense of spirit in a waste of shame, in lust in action, until action lust, is perjured, murderous, bloody, full of blame, savage, extreme, rude, cruel, not to trust. Enjoyed no sooner but despised straight, past reason hunted and no sooner had, past reason hated as a swallowed bait, on purpose laid to make the taker mad, mad in pursuit and in possession so, had having and in quest to have extreme a bliss in proof and proved a very woe, before a joy proposed behind a dream. All this world well knows, yet none knows well, to shun the heaven that leads men to this hell. End of excerpt. Orgasm in the human female is a highly variable peak sexual experience accompanying involuntary, rhythmic contractions of the outer third of the vagina, and frequently of the uterus. 
rectal sphincter and urethral sphincter as well, and the concomitant release of vasocongestion and muscular tension associated with intense sexual arousal. Masters and Johnson, 1966. Two fundamentally different theories have been proposed to account for the evolution of the female orgasm. One theory holds that orgasm is an adaptation unique to the human female and thus is to be explained by selective forces operating exclusively in the human lineage. According to most versions of this theory, human beings are basically monogamous. The relationship between wife and husband can be described as a pair bond, and female orgasm is one several adaptations whose function is to enhance the pair bond, making family life more rewarding. Morris, 1967, writes, With both appetite rather with both appetitive and consumatory behavior, everything possible has been done to increase the sexuality of the naked ape and to ensure the successful evolution of a pattern as basic as pair formation. Unquote. Beach, 1974, writes, quote, Since copulation tends to result in mutual physical gratification, and since simple learning promotes associative of positive values with perceived, rather, with perceived sources of reward, Intrafamilial copulation provides one source of reinforcement of emotional bonding between males and females. In other words, sexual behavior reinforces family structure, and family structure reinforces sexual behavior. Unquote. Eibel Eibedesfeld, 1975 suggests that orgasm in the human female, quote, increases her readiness to submit and in addition strengthens her emotional bond to the partner, unquote. Barash, 1977, argues that selection favored mechanisms to keep husband and wife together. Sex Quote, sex may be such a device selected to pleasurable for its own sake. In addition to its procreative function, this woman, 